Welcome to the Academic Architect PDO podcast. That's planner, designer, and overseer of the Academic Success Plan for Kids. Now, let's get building. I am astonished at how poorly our children are performing across every school. In terms of failing to master the fundamental knowledge necessary for survival in the real world. I am even more astonished by how parents have totally displaced this situation and are allowing their children to fail. Allowing means that the parent knows it's happening because they are told in parent-teacher conferences that the child is reading two academic years behind, yet still they do nothing to correct the problem. Instead, in some cases, parents are contributing to the child's failure. Instead of handing the child a book or a learning app, they hand them a phone for entertainment. Allowing children to fail is a very serious problem because as stated by Benjamin Franklin, failing to prepare a child is preparing that child to fail. So the trillion dollar question of this podcast is what are you going to do with your failing child? Oh no, this one is not a rhetorical. This question warrants a response and deserves an answer. And let me make something clear from the very beginning. Parents are 99.9% responsible for their children's academic fate. Whether they sink or swim, fight or flight or feast, it's you. The parent that enables failure versus success. Black children are in the lowest academic category across the board. That is a real emergency state because the parent seems to be powerless to change the contributing circumstances. But hear me loud and hear me clearly. Black children can be in the top 25% and parent if parents take early preventative action. Let me quickly give you an example of how Black education must look for our children to escape the exceptionally poor state they are in. Jordan Pierre, the young Black valedictorian from Santa Cruz University, is a prime example of the capability of every black child. And although 
I do not know much about him besides what I just mentioned. I can infer the childhood he likely had. I can predict that he had some form of academic influence in his life that taught him the value of education. My beef is that although I am super proud of this young man, there is simply not enough the same example in every school. And there is no good reason why only one in a gazillion black students achieve academic greatness. My confession to my listening audience is that after looking at the educational data, I want more than anything for someone to prove me wrong. I do not want this data to be true. So if you can show me differently, perhaps show me that I am misinterpreting the data. I promise to go silent and never mention again that the majority of black children are failing to develop the minimum level of education necessary to escape the all too familiar economic disparities and all the other possible poor economic scenarios that plague our people. And so what are you going to do with your failing child? Along this journey in season two, I've taken us back to the beginning when our children first began their academic journeys. They had full equal opportunities because they were beginning fresh at the starting line. And by equal opportunities, I mean none of our children were born into slavery. None of our children had to be escorted by military personnel into a school surrounded by angry mobs. None of our children were denied textbooks and learning resources or forced to sit in a special section on a bus. By equal opportunity, I mean that our kids had access to the same learning opportunities and resources as anyone else. And to save you the trouble from emailing me that some areas with low income and economic disparities lack the proper resources, go to a public library. It's all there just waiting for you and it's all for free. So back to my question, what are you going to do with your failing child? Are you going to commit to fixing the problem or just commit to coming up with a inner excuse? Failure happens, it's a real episode, but it should never be an option or be encouraged. Now, 
there are exceptions sometimes people fail in life because they take chances other people step out on faith and missed their goal these are examples of good failures because they result from positive efforts these are society's winners but allowing your child to continue to fail is highly unethical and parents it's not all right you have a moral obligation to provide opportunities that will align your child with their life purpose where fulfillment and meaningfulness reside. Listen, success is not always linked to riches. Instead, success correlates with internal resolve, meaningful accomplishment, and a sense of peace and purpose. Every person deserves the opportunity to fulfill their purpose, and that means reaching their destinies. Now, I don't know the future, but what I do know and strongly believe is that every child deserves to be prepared to succeed and not just survive through relying on government handouts. They deserve to come in alignment with their gifts and purpose. Now, as adults, we know that childhood is less than 15% of a person's entire life. If they are not prepared during childhood, then how can they thrive as adults? Don't you see how our children are inadvertently set up to fail in life? And so maybe I can rephrase the podcast question to this statement. Here is a recommendation for your failing child. First of all, your child needs an academic restoration and a new mindset toward learning. You need an academic success plan. And so now that you have the information, I want to ask you once again, what are you going to do with your failing child? I suggest you save them restore them, help them. This is your Academic Architect PDO. AA PDO signing out. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow the Academic Architect PDO podcast for more information on how to align your child with the greatness for which they were designed. Until next time, bye-bye.